When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Come on. Welcome. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. Do what, you what, have what, a menu in Santa? What, about, what about a Shrek, inflatable Shrek with a Christmas hat on? Chris has gotten trashy. Christmas Minions has been Shrek. trashy. What are you talking about? Since we invented inflatables, Christmas became super trashy. Yeah, uh. and the reason why it looks trashy is because during the day when the inflatable is not inflated, it looks like a literal trash bag. Dave and Mahoney. But the song that I hate when it comes to Christmas songs is... Jingle Bell Rock because nobody rocks around a Christmas tree. You're rocking around it. You're probably unmedicated. And Mahoney. I spent $1,100 to put in a floor outlet specifically for a Christmas tree in your at Christmas time in my foyer. No cords <laughs> going to the Christmas tree. Did you just call it a foyer? It's yeah. a foyer. No, it's, no, it's not. not. Dude, no, it isn't. You're the same people that call it a croissant after you go to France <laughs> once. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Yeah, I think that this is going to hit you especially hard because there are very few things in this life that you hold more dear than your relationship with DoorDash. And there is a phony restaurant listing on DoorDash that is creating a headache for a pizzeria and its customers, according to the manager. The Red Rose Pizzeria in downtown Springfield, Massachusetts, has been dealing with disgruntled customers and delivery drivers as a result of somebody that is a DoorDash imposter. I've seen this. I've never heard of this before. This is wild. Is this a thing? So it's interesting that there's there's several levels of this. There are, like, fake restaurants that pop up that people are running literally out of their houses. Those get shut down uh, pretty quick. But the ones that always, like, kind of make me giggle is that Denny's sells its burgers under a different name. Oh, really? Huh. That's hilarious. So it's like the Great American Burger or something like, it's something weird that you never, it's not It's not Denny's, right. but they're selling these burgers and it's under a different company name, but in reality, it's just Denny's. Also, like the Mr. Beast Burger, like that's being franchised out by different just like yeah. restaurants. So there's like several different ways that there's like, not necessarily, uh, you know, truth in uh, naming so, so on here, DoorDash. Here's the other pro- problem, though, is that, like, with this story in particular, this is an actual pizzeria that has, like, a really good reputation. The thing is they don't operate any third-party delivery apps. Like, they don't do that You're service. Like, they're, they're, they're that good that they don't have to. They don't have to. So it, somebody was just, what, going in, ordering the pizza, and then putting it on DoorDash the, and, like, like the, They're setting it up where it looks like they're representing that they are that business. Oh. And so DoorDash drives. Drivers are showing up to pick up orders. Customers are calling them furious. They're like, we don't know who this is. This is like, have you seen this happen on Airbnb platforms yes, too? Yes, that's it's happening These there as well. scammers are getting Wild. tricky. Yep. How can you, as a DoorDash, Uber Eats, any type of app, not validate with that business that they are who they say they are. There's too many businesses out because there. They we don't can't care. possibly, we can't possibly verify everybody. Uh-huh. It's just too much work. 
Crazy. Some good news today as well. Uh, Google has been hit with a massive $700 million fine. Which is nothing. And the reason why it's good news is just because they were just trying to keep their thumb on the the smaller guys that were trying to make a buck. Through their, through their app store. Uh, but you're right. Isn't it wild to think that if you're Google, you can get hit with a $700 million fine. You're like, ah, it's been like That's a, cost that was just, cost, that was a weird Tuesday. Cost of doing business. Yeah, just nuts. All right, let's get things going. Thanks so much for joining us. Dave Mahoney. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. There are plenty of things in this world that we are never going to understand because they're just lying to us. But the fact that gas prices right now, going into the holiday season, are the lowest that they've been since 2020. On paper, you go, hmm, this doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. There is a whole lot of turmoil. In fact, an all-out war right now in the Middle East, and the tensions arguably couldn't be higher. And yet, for some reason, here we are going into 2024, right before the holiday season, and gas prices are the lowest that they've been since 2020. Make it make sense to me, my honey. Almost like it's all fixed and made up and rigged in some way, shape, or form, Mm. Dave. It's kind of what it feels like, but... I'm not going to complain. I mean, this is the first time in a long time that, you know, been driving around and seeing, you know, gas in the $2 on a regular basis, kind of wherever I go. Um, and that's pretty encouraging. If you have to be out traveling this holiday season, and they're saying that this might be the busiest holiday travel season of all time. I mean, we already saw the busiest travel day ever over Thanksgiving. Yep. We may see it even more so over Christmas this year. Audrey, do you have any travel plans over the uh, the break? And if so, are you flying or driving? No, I'll probably um, drive if I do go anywhere. And there's nothing set in stone just yet. But, I mean, I have a, a little bit of PTSD from last year, seeing everything that happened um, from a voyeuristic standpoint. And I don't have any desire at all to dive back into the airports uh, after see- seeing a witnessing. People still not even having their luggage returned to them still a year later, man, or even slightly getting any type of compensation. So my uh, my wife, you know, she doesn't have a, a ton of like traditions where it's like we have to do this every single year because this is what we just do as a family because this is what my family did before right. us and this and that. Uh, the only tradition that I've really wanted to set in stone is that for Christmas, we Everyone, don't travel. Nice. Everyone comes to you. If people want, You've like, got we, too many kids we now. we got four kids. They're all little kids right now. The idea of loading them up. We can do that around, you know, because my wife likes to do that around the fall season because, like, her family lives in Seattle. You know, getting the kids up there. Sure. When fall is hitting is very nice, all of that. But the idea of, like, trying to lug four little kids through an airport when it's as busy as it could possibly be that that's just there's no I mean paying for six plane tickets is a lot dude that's just the norm for well, me now I... well currently at five because Ruby, Ruby. Doobie, she's still in the lap for another couple of months uh-huh. I will say as a kid who was kind of like jet setting every single holiday there really is something special about being in your home on Christmas. Christmas morning. Like, you wake it, up. It matters. You're at your house. You walk around the corner, and you see the gifts that Santa has brought. Mm-hmm. And, like, that, those memories, because we all remember those. Like, there's yeah. a handful of Christmases. And, you know, my kids are all young enough that they're still very much into the Christmas spirit, if yep. you will. And so, you know, like, these are precious few years. Yep. And so being able to let them enjoy those years and do it at home on Christmas morning, I mean, that's special. It is special. It's a good tradition. And yeah. Hold it strong, that's Dave. A, that's it. My only tradition, <laughs> we're not going anywhere. And it's called, it, we, are, you want to you wake up and see the presents under the tree. Exactly. There you go. What because, about like pajamas it. only on Christmas Day? Uh, my wife's got Christmas pajamas. In fact, you guys got a little matching set? Just last night, she said, hey, do you still have your Christmas pajamas? And I went, 
I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't, maybe somewhere I'm sure possibly throw them away, but I don't. I, you know, I don't keep them on draw. But I'm sure that yeah, Christmas pajamas are a thing, and I actually like that. Like all day Christmas Day, just lounge around, play with the new toys. You know, go ride the new bikes, whatever it is. Right? Like just pajamas not, only day, not over plan and watch exactly. football and watch football and drink, and that's the other tradition. <laughs> <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. <laughs> Be on the Dave and Mahoney Show by leaving a voicemail at 833-YO-DUMMY. Leave a message. Please leave a message after the tone. First of all, I'd just like to say I love your show. I listen every day at work. Uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and all that good crap. But let's clear a few things up. First of all, Foghorn Leghorn is a dude, so he's not a chicken. He is a rooster. Uh And second, it is in fact Appalachian. It is not Appalachia. And, Audrey, your southern card is pulled. Have a great day, guys. Love you. <laughs> Message deleted. You know what? I knew that this was going to happen once we uh, we, uh, we got on in West Virginia. We've, and we've got to cancel this, gentlemen. you got to cancel You him? don't know what Foghorn identifies as. You're over here. In 2023, you can't, you can't tell him how he identifies. Yeah, man. Yeah. Does he identify as a foghorn or a leghorn? <laughs> we also had somebody like a couple weeks ago who said it was Appalachia and uh-huh. that I was Southern revoked. And yeah, then this guy yeah. says it's Appalachia yeah. and now I'm Southern yeah. revoked. Yeah. So you just can't win. Hey, everybody in the South, I know we're not that great at getting together and banding together on things <laughs> historically. Tried that once. But can we, uh, can we have a, a little bit of a civil conversation about this? Oh, don't say the word civil. I said, uh, <laughs> Listen, 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 listen. <laughs> we, this, this we just need to have a conversation. Mm. <laughs> uh, I don't know. This is, is it sad that I'd, I would like to identify as a foghorn, but really it's more like a leghorn? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Please leave a message after the tone. Hi, guys. This is for all of you. I'm wishing you all very happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and a very happy New Year for all of you. Uh, as you know, it's Marianne. Anyway. Mm-hmm. I didn't forget about you guys. I've been really busy, though, writing. So uh, I need, Dave, you to call me on my cell phone. Never on this number. It's not private. Okay. After the new year. Okay. So we can talk about my books, my nonfiction books that I'm coming out with. So anyway, I need to discuss it with you. And I will check on you guys later on. And hopefully I'll hear from you, Dave. Have a great show and everything else. I haven't been listening, but uh, I'm sure it's wonderful. All right, guys. Take care, all of you. All right. Have a great one. Okay? All right. Thanks. Bye. Message deleted. So let me just give you some context here because Mary Mary used to call in about 30 times a day and leave different messages. Oh, morning, man. And Uh call our bosses. Yeah, yeah. Dude, Mary, So she was a very big part of the show for a long time. And and just to give you- she, she has been gone. She hasn't called in like seven months. We've been missing my sweet Mary Ann. And the reason why, obviously, uh, she wants me to call her start that, is Dave. because, I mean, Mary and I are, lovers. are, are in love. No, she, we're not lovers, but we are in love. You okay. don't have to play that because she <laughs> says she doesn't even listen. <laughs> but, uh, you know, for a while there, she would she would listen every single morning, all four hours of the show, while sitting in a recliner in her living room with her husband, Bo, and they would both drink blueberry wine coolers while listening life. to the entire show. And then so they would call retire. with their... I don't think she's retired. No, I think man, she, she has, still works. She oh, works a security job. She works a security <laughs> job. Yeah, yeah, she, like, works security at concerts and stuff. Uh, and, but I did not know this. Uh, Mary 
has finally taken the plunge and has decided to become the author that I always knew that she could be. So, Marianne, She's I, not would, listening. Love, I would love to. to yeah. <clears throat> I know you're listening, Mary, even if you say you're not. Um, I'm a little busy currently, so I don't know if I can call, but... I would love to have our producer, Chris, give you a call. <laughs> no, I already, know, I already know what Jordan went through with her. I am not taking that plunge. Jordan, right. I mean, like, our poor bosses. She was yeah. literally calling. It calling was, it was the a company. fright she, there for a moment. She wasn't even calling the right people. She was, like, calling, like, the, the sales, sales manager. manager. <laughs> totally different department. It's just... Oh, oh I, man! I, I have missed you, my sweet queen. She puts the Mary and Merry Christmas. <laughs> Dave, my fingers are crossed for you with these unexpected expenses, because from one dad that's married with kids to another, I got to say, it is definitely an adventure getting those unexpected four and five figured repairs and things you got to take care of. And, well, I can cover one with the debit card, another one, credit card, that one, though. Hey, kids. Yeah, we're going to have to sell one of you tomorrow. It's been fun. Cherish the memories. Message <laughs> <laughs> uh, to, uh, to, to his point, and that's our, that's our buddy, Edge. He, uh, uh, he gets it, right? I mean, the unexpected expenses this time of year are the worst mm-hmm. because you're already, like, spending so much money that you normally wouldn't. You know, you want to make the holidays great. There's travel involved, blah, blah, blah. The only thing, I mean, that could possibly maybe be worse as if, like, because you've already had to fix your air conditioning. Oh, yeah. And, you know, the, the original group that came out and quoted you $25,000. sorry. Kelly bought that extra five uh-huh. on that, which you ended up getting fixed for, what, a couple hundred? It was, like, 150 bucks. Much better. But, yeah, they were, but like, the only other thing, like, could, that could go worse with this house is, like, there's something wrong with the heat. The heat seems to be okay. Yeah. The, the foundation seems to be okay. The so roof? So far. Oh, the roof. Have you had Why'd anybody- you even say that? You, I know it's going to be the roof next. Oh, God. Dave and Mahoney. So I was telling you yesterday that I had some car problems that were very dramatic. I was stuck in the middle of an intersection blocking 12 lanes of traffic simultaneously. And I will say, even though it's the holiday season, people didn't seem to be that understanding of my situation. Uh, because you broke some cardinal rules when it comes to turning, Dave. Okay, so again, let's not get sidetracked on the least interesting part of the story, Mahoney. Okay, sorry, Dave. Thank you. That you pulled into the intersection before you were supposed to, and that's where your car broke down. And we're doing it again. So, had the the vehicle (laughs) pushed out of the intersection after the cops figured out how to put the car in neutral because it wouldn't even shift into neutral. Real hero. Superhero, I would say. For real. Like, never in a million years. Like, what's funny is that this cop was out there. He's like, I've dealt with this before, but he needed a little refresher. He pulled out YouTube on his phone to make sure that he was doing it right. And I was just like, oh, my God. Just helping whoever that YouTube person was just get monetized money in the process, (laughs) too. Like, awesome. We love love supporting small businesses. (laughs) Live law enforcement YouTubing in the middle of an intersection with 12 lanes being blocked. Modern law enforcement. It was beautiful. I love it. It was great. So how is that going for you? Well, so I had to have it towed to the dealership because the car wouldn't go into drive the whole bit. And I'm thinking, you know, this is going to be super expensive. Uh, My guess was between five and $10,000. So I get it towed to the dealership, and I get a call yesterday, and it was a very surprisingly good call. Oh, good. That's great news. I, I mean, that I don't think that has ever happened to me, where a car has to be towed to the dealership, and you're expecting the repair to be between five and ten thousand dollars. It was your gearbox. It said gearbox failure. Gearbox failure. It actually popped up and said that. Okay. Turns out it was not a gearbox failure. It was just the trigger that broke. I guess that happens. 
in that style of SUV that I have, according to the guy at the dealership. He's like, sometimes those triggers. Sometimes the button just needs a little bit, you know, help. Just needs a little, yeah, you're just yeah. tapping it wrong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> sometimes it just needs a little extra. You just go back in for some service. Sure. Yeah. You just got to lift up the hood. Yeah. And, you know, Find it. Get a look. Figure out what's going on. <laughs> Time for it's a fine. new one. Time for a new one. It's not, It's a stressful season. Yeah. It's the it, holidays. It doesn't have quite the trigger finger, apparently. <laughs> yeah. I'm so I'm not the young man I used to be. How much are they going to or charge? too aggressive, perhaps. Uh, Six hundred. Wow. And I'm like, that is great. When you think it's going to be a $10,000, $5,000 to $10,000 bill and it comes, I mean, don't get me wrong, unexpected $600, still a lot, but when it's 10 to 20X what you were expecting, under what you were expecting, that's that's great news. Dave, I would like to propose something in my girl math era here. Um, You now have 440 or four. $4,400 $4,400 to play with. Free money, yeah. A yeah. free money. I'd already mentally spent that. You've yeah. already mentally spent that. Mm-hmm. So do you buy yourself a gift? Do you buy your wife a gift? Do you buy the children's gifts? Mm, yes. Um, or us? Uh, so oh, I, I uh, yeah. I'm i not totally out of the woods here because they did hit me with the, oh, but your brake pads Oh, okay. oh totally they did the whole the mechanic thing. I mean, to be fair, your air filter really <laughs> needs to be changed, too. No, I love and how you your fluids. About a week ago, the little indicator light came on that said brake pads worn, so uh-huh. I don't think they're scamming me on this. Okay. But that, that is $2,000. Oh. So it's... it's it's more break like pants? it's Who more needs like to break. It's more like <laughs> I'll just put it in the wall if That's I need to. That's another like girl thing of me. Yeah. Like, what do you mean break pads? Yeah. Break pads. What are those? Yeah. Those don't exist. I mean, it might make noises, but it still stops, right? <laughs> so, just my car want to have a conversation. It knows that I'm lonely. This is what to be like. Hey, girl. I'm, you don't I'm, know I'm what I'm into. <laughs> I might like being a grinder. <laughs> Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. You know the songs, but can you name them when they sound this bad? Bad? It's Cover Your Ears on Dave and Mahoney. Garfield is joining us today for a round of Cover Your Ears. Garfield, we have not heard your name on the show for months now. It's great to have you back. How you doing? I'm good. Uh, Good to be back. Well, we got, as you know... Three out of the four that you got to get correct and cover your ears today. You got a couple of lifelines if necessary. 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these. You got to get the artist and the song to get a full point. And the first one here, we're going to start off with the most popular one of the day. And we're talking about, I mean, Mahoney, you know that, you know, some of these songs we do a lot of like heavy digging for. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the tunes that we that we find only have like two or three or sometimes one view meaning that the person that actually uploaded it didn't even go watch it back themselves that's not the case for this first one 272,000 views on this a lot of views here we go Garfield good luck see you prayers little one don't forget my song to include everyone I'll tuck you in within keep you free from sin till the sand he comes Sleep with one eye open, gripping your pillow tight. Okay, can I just ask why? That was like Dracula on why, sedatives. Why did we do this? <laughs> Could be worse. <laughs> Could be worse. Could be worse. I mean, like the actual music was not terrible, but that song does not need to be adjusted. At least they yeah. they made it their own. Okay, Garfield, over to you. Do you know it? <laughs> I'm having trouble with that one. I'm going to need help from the beginning. I got you on this one, Garfield. Uh, or should I call you Mr. Field? Uh, or just Gar. Or Gar. Yeah. Uh, Gar. That or- is the Brock Lesnar walkout song uh-huh. when he fought at UFC 100. 
That is what? Enter Sandman from Metallica. Oh, man. I yeah. did not yeah. catch That's, that. Yeah. That was a departure from the original. Uh-huh. I don't know if you, that was the walkout <laughs> song for UFC 100. It I was. think you're wrong. I think you're wrong. I think it was the previous one that he walked out to Enter Sandman. He walked out to like some country song at UFC 100. I Nobody cares. Well, I think you're wrong. Let's move on. <laughs> Here we go. Say, like, what a weird thing to bring up. Oh, because it was the arguably the greatest walkout of all time. Okay. Because you know the part where like it hits. Yes. It was like that's when they swung, they swung the curtains open. It's Brock Lesnar's like. Brock. 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 All right, Garfield. So you got a full point, but Mahoney is burnt as a lifeline. Here we go to number two. Six hundred and forty-nine views on this one. Yeah. that when he gets back yeah. up for his third song at karaoke, you're like, oh, God. Man. Him again. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Garfield, do you know that uh, one? Man, I know the song, but I can't I can't come up with it. I mm. do have you here. Okay, so you can tag Audrey do for you? your final lifeline. Go ahead, Audrey. Men with better hair than me, extreme, more mm. than words. More than words by extreme. That is one right. of the greatest guitars yeah. ever. Knew no better. I love man. a ballad, man. Yeah. I'm such a sucker Dude, that, for a ballad. I love that song. <laughs> I do, too. I Every time it. it comes on. I listen to it quite frequently. And then I sing along, and I just let a single solitary tear comes down my right eye. Uh, <laughs> by the way, Dave. <laughs> yes. Inner Sandman used in all five of Brock Lesnar's UFC fights. That just can't be true. It's on was, Metallica's Wikipedia page. It's on Metallica's. Yeah, that's all, it's, it's literally the last thing. I was there for one of them, and I was yes. so disappointed that it wasn't. Whatever. No one cares. You were just right. drunk. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> all right, here we go. You win it right here, Garfield, even though you've done terrible. Uh, if you just get this one, uh, we have two left, so you got, you got one more chance here to, to get this one right. Even if you don't, there's still another opportunity. Really Th- listen. This one only has <laughs> two views. Oh, no. Yeah, it's not great, but it's a huge song, and there's two potential artists that you could name as the correct artist. Here we go. sweet memories. That's all I'm taking with me. <laughs> so yes. goodbye. Please don't cry. That we both know not what you you need. And I, I, I mean, almost perfect to the original <laughs> and the cover. Garfield, do you know it? That's uh, I Will Always Love You by... Oh, jeez. Oh, boy. There's several artists who have performed this song. Several, he means Oh, two. Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston, <laughs> yeah. And Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton, and two Dolly. of the goats. Did you know that, Garfield, that Dolly Parton originally wrote that song? That was her song, and then... I did not know that. Yeah, Whitney Houston just covered it so incredibly well that everyone thinks it's Whitney Houston's song. But well done, Garfield. Congratulations. You got the wins today, brother. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney has added something new to his wardrobe today. Yes, he's got his normal Tommy Bahama that's maybe unbuttoned one button too many. He's got his gold chain. And he has been he's been anxiously looking for this new item that he has now added. And you've searched high and low. You finally acquired this item. And today is the very first day that you have worn it. Dave, we've been talking about this for months to complete my ensemble. 
I needed a gold pinky ring. And I will tell you this, uh, as somebody who is in the market to buy a gold pinky ring, they are not, uh, to find the perfect gold pinky ring, it, it took three to four months. So I'm looking at the pinky ring, Mahoney. Um, you sent us a photo. You were so excited to, you know, show mm -hmm. the, the team mm -hmm. uh, your purchase. It's big, man. This is why. I, I don't want a little. You can't have a little pinky ring. I, mean, I want. So just to give you an idea of visual, since we're on the radio here, I'll, I'll describe it. So imagine a pinky ring on the on the finger. Now look at your knuckle. It's and, knuckle and to knuckle. Imagine that it covers everything from his lower knuckle all the way down to the base of his it's finger. Basically a single finger or a pinky brass ring. It's brass a, knuckle. It's a brass knuckle. <laughs> brass knuckle for your pinky. It's yeah. not brass knuckles, it's brass knuckles. Yeah, you know, and there, there were people out there, like, because I was telling my friends about this because it was I, was I was visiting with them last week. I'm like, I'm so excited that as soon as I get home, I know that my pinky ring is waiting for me on my front door. Are they relating to this? Because these are like your lifelong childhood friends. No, they like, don't know. They don't, they don't know what's going on. Okay. They they think I'm crazy. Are you? They're thinking you're maybe like midlife crisis at a, or uh, see, something? I haven't bought or? a Corvette yet. I mean, you do have all of the, the calling cards of a midlife crisis in full bloom, but you're not actually going <laughs> See, through a midlife crisis, which is interesting. Here's the thing, and <laughs> I don't know why this has happened, because it happened, I would say, like seven, eight years ago. I went on a cruise because we got forced to by the radio station we were working at the time. I never want to go on a cruise. I came back from that cruise with a Tommy Bahama shirt, and Dave made fun of me. So later that day... I went out to 40. Tommy Bahama and I bought 20 Tommy Bahama shirts. To be fair, I didn't make fun of Mahoney because he didn't look good in the Tommy Bahama. He actually pulls it off really well. It's that he had always sworn to never be this guy. Because we yeah. hate those radio guys. Because stereotypically, when, when people have met Mahoney and I throughout the course of our career, they've always kind of said the same thing. I expected you to be older and fatter. Now, we've kind of gotten there. But We're working on it. <laughs> I expected you to be older and fatter and kind of like two guys that are wearing Tommy Bahama shirts. And I've always really hated that stereotype mm -hmm. because it's the like traditional radio dude, radio dude, schlocky, like, yes. laughing at all the dumb jokes that aren't really funny. Yeah, you know the forced clapping, the mm. fake clapping, all of that sort of By thing way, that goes into we it. We would never do never, that, never. So, over those seven years, I've acquired probably a hundred plus Tommy Bahama shirts because I've just embraced it. I don't know. Much like Dave, he wears a black shirt every day. I wear mm -hmm. a Tommy Bahama every day. Yep. It's a staple of your look now. It is because I'm also getting fatter and it does a good job shielding my uh, my gut. Barely. But So I'm kind of, and I've never been a jewelry guy. I bought a gold chain for a joke and then I found out I love it. And now I buy a pinky ring and... I love it. I don't know why I'm becoming a Miami Coke dealer. Could you give it Dude, just I to give it. people uh, an idea of how, how substantial this is? Just give it a nice little tap there. Woo! All right. I mean, I mean, that, that thing's solid that's, gold. That, that, you, can, you can melt that down and sell it for this millions. This is 18 carat. 18 oh, that sounds like a cue ball on a, on a countertop. You know, so how much did you, how much you pay for that? You're going to make him out himself? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. $1,500. $1,500. Oh, my God. I mean, that's, If I go to... Jail. His, I will give this to my wife. She will pawn it. She'll get you out. She'll bail me out. You know, we were talking about this uh, earlier this year, Dave, when we were all in Dallas together. That's when Mahoney had the Bell's palsy thing happening. Uh -huh. So only half of his face was working, but he was. Which, by the way, is brought on by sin. Yes, yes absolutely. But no, Mahoney was walking around with the big gold chain and the sunglasses and only half his face working. And I've never felt safer in my life <laughs> because he looked like a legit mob hitman. Yeah. And so I was like, man, yeah, we're would set. You like, would you like to say hello to my little friend? So I actually, earlier on, 
on in the year, Dave, you got a chain. Mahoney, you got a chain. And I was such a huge, I was like your biggest fans. I was like, yes, yeah. men in jewelry. Yes, 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 yes. And but, now, now we've ruined it. But I know, I love it. I love you guys okay. and your jewelry. I think it's great. But Mahoney, how does your wife feel about the, the pinky ring? So this is where the point of contention starts to happen. She doesn't necessarily love, I mean, she likes the gold chain, but she thinks I had these like 70s, like, glasses that Robert De Niro was wearing in the movie Casino. Yes, they're yeah. sick. Those they're are good looking shades. Yeah. I, mean, I, 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 I love them. I mean, they're yeah. huge and I've got the pinky ring and I bought a, a, a gold bracelet but to go. But she knows how you are. Like, you hyper fixate on things You're to the point where... You're in your 70s era. But you wanted to go buy like a, a green... Velvet couch. couch. It was orange crushed. Orange for my oh, lounge. Sorry. Even more understated. <laughs> so <laughs> where the point of contention has started to happen with my wife is that I don't like wearing rings. But I don't wear my wedding ring. What? I'm oh married. my god, I just noticed. <laughs> oh You're my god. only wearing the pinky You're ring and pinky not, ring, the not the wedding band. band. But here's the difference. Oh no, between, no, 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 I don't, no, no, I, I like my wife and I have been married for four years now, and I don't I just don't wear my ring. I wore it like maybe the first like Three, four months we were married. It just wasn't for me. Hey, like what you told I, me is that you still want to attract them other hoes, right? No, if I'm That's wearing exactly the wedding it. ring, then the other hoes are going to be coming <laughs> for me. Because nobody, nobody wants a single guy. Everybody wants a married guy. Because somebody, somebody else has them. As somebody who does wear a wedding ring, I can tell, I can tell you, you'd be so. Well, you're also so, not wearing a gold chain <laughs> and a pinky ring, my friend. Mahoney, may I? So if she's kind of got an issue with the fact that you're not wearing your wedding band and opting for the pinky ring instead, the way that this pinky ring looks, it's got like a flat base, so it's like square on the top. Uh-huh. Could you just engrave her name on the top of it? No, no, I don't. <laughs> Go. Same reason I didn't. It's the Aaron. Same reason I didn't put like an initial on there or yeah. anything. Like I feel like that's so cheesy. I wanted something sleek. I wanted something uh, elegant. And, and this would be harder to pawn when you do inevitably go to jail. Exactly. Mm. This is a this is a pinky ring. This is like when you're buying a new house. You know, you don't put in the orange cabinets. Right. You know, you, the beige walls. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's what sells. See, then I'm team your wife. I'm so team Aaron on this. But if you're not wearing your wedding band and you're opting for the heaviest like thing possible but, for your pinky, you're going to get carpal tunnel but from let me tell you this and why I think it's different because the pinky is not an important finger. Your ring finger does way <laughs> to more. To some, sir. Oh, to I some. Should. Does <laughs> way <laughs> You gotta live a little, buddy. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. Please leave a message after the beep. Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Just heard y'all talking about the best French fries, and y'all said McDonald's. No way. Depending on where you're at, it's either checkers or rallies. Message facts, deleted. Those, are, facts, those facts. are top tier fries, but they're not better than McDonald's. I mean, but but it's because they're seasoned and they're fast food. Five. There's just the, the only problem is that checkers and rallies just don't exist everywhere. Yeah. Five guys, Cajun fries are better than rallies fries. But they're not fast food. Five guys, you have to go in. It's like a Chipotle of burgers. True. Guys, I. Um, had something pretty serious happen last night. I got shamed for my fast food order by my wife. What, did you get a fish fillet? No. I uh, I don't know if this is what you would consider irreconcilable differences, okay. but it's got to be close mm-hmm. because she asked what she should get because she was going to go pick up some food uh, for uh, for a quick dinner, and I suggested Taco Bell. As and you do. I, and I gave her my order. It is two soft shell Taco Supremes, mm-hmm. two hard shell Taco Supremes, and a cheesy gordita crunch. That's and a she, and she went five things, and I went. I mean, the soft shell taco supreme are basically bite Dude, size. I do seven tacos straight it's up. A, it's, 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 okay, I, I go seven hard tacos, and then I go a chalupa. 
Okay. Your wife so would you look at eight. me in disgust. What is yours? Because one time, just for the fun of it, do you remember whenever they had that? I don't know if they still do. I don't frequent T Bell like I used to, and I apologize. Because you're not drunk as you. much as you used no, to. No, I'm be. just not drunk like I used to be. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Their stock price has gone down 40% since Audrey stopped drinking. <laughs> I, I'm sober. I'm on my sober journey ish. But yeah, no. So they used to have this like party pack where you'd get like 50 tacos. Hell yeah. It was, 20, it was 20 tacos. For 20, well, it was yeah, 20 or 25. For like. 10 bucks. Yep. And I would just get it just because I was like, well, man, like, that's a great value. And it's got a convenient <laughs> container. It I've does. been partying all night. I might as well keep it going I with might the party eat pack. It at night and some for breakfast, which I just I had uh, Taco Bell Saturday night, actually. And uh, How many you, items did you get? So I get a number one Supreme, okay. which is three hard shells. Uh-huh. And then I added two Doritos Locos Tacos on top of that. So you so, also got five, yeah, so five items. Okay. And I, and I was right. still hungry. I don't like that you guys do Supreme. I nah. don't like that. Okay, well, I don't eat tomatoes in my taco. Alone. Get yeah. it out no, of here. What are you here. talking about? What? Because I, I eat it in my car, and that's too much. That's too willy nilly. I also don't do lettuce. Uh, yeah, get the lettuce out of here. What? Sometimes no. it's just like you just that's want to a, taste that's the meat. That's, that's again. That's white people taco night. I do <laughs> lettuce on tacos. White people taco night. I do. I do feel like I was also getting a little shamed when I picked up the wrapper to like get that last little piece of piece of ground beef off there. You take the little piece of the shell and make a little nacho out of it. Yeah, and if you can't, then you're just like. But you know what? I know. I'm proud of you for that. Dave. Thank you. That's, that's, uh, I, I don't like that you couldn't decide whether or not you wanted soft shell or, or hard shell. I wanted both. I, what do you mean? Dave's just living moss. And then you went and got a the crunch wrap uh, Supreme, Gordito which is a, Crunch, which is both of those. I'm bisexual. <laughs> hey, David Mahoney. This is Charlene. So I just wanted to tell you that um, I went to grade school with Peter Billingsley. So, uh, you were talking about a Christmas story, kept calling it uh, Christmas Carol, which is hilarious and, and everything, too. But, yeah, I went to school with Peter Billingsley, and I thought it was kind of cool. Wanted to call and let you guys know. Thanks. Have a great day. Message Did you guys deleted. go to school with a celebrity? No. So I went to school with a guy hmm. who played for the Arizona Cardinals, okay. uh, Wendell Bryant, many years sure. ago. Yeah. He was a couple years older than me. That's like the most famous person outside of yours truly. Who, ah. uh, yeah, you know that you come from a school of failures when you're the most famous well, person to come out of There's it. the band Story of the Year, if anybody remembers I do that emo remember band. A story yeah. of the- Those guys were a couple years older than me as well. I, and actually, one of them is in radio, works for our sister station in St. Louis. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but I still think I'm the most famous. Oh, for sure. Elijah of- Wood went to my school very briefly and then what? got pulled. Yeah, because he, he had to be a hobbit. Well, he went. This is when he did like radio flyer and was oh. a was a child star. Was this at your Hobbit school that you went to? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. His his cousin actually was in my uh, grade in my class. Have you yeah. ever seen Chris's feet? Very large, very yeah. furry. Did Gandalf uh, do anything toes, inappropriate actually. to you that you need to have a conversation about? Yeah, I always I'm got little heebie-jeebies about Gandalf. Like, Gandalf's like, a little creepy. I didn't. What like are you it. doing hanging around the Hobbits, man? Yeah. I don't like it. He's yeah. got a fetish. He does. Yeah. <laughs> what, what's under hey, that? What's under that robe? They're all consenting. I don't know. I they wish don't... I knew what you guys were talking about. I've never seen any of the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> what? Yeah, no. It was actually named after Gandalf's friends. <laughs> <laughs> Accessories, Dave. I have a would you rather question for you. Would you rather have constipation for the rest of your life oh. where you have you can only go one time every 12 days Ooh. or uh, diarrhea for the rest of your life where you have to go 12 times every day. Message deleted. I'd be so skinny. Hard-hitting questions here. Oh, God. I feel like for me... The answer would be the latter. I'm already close to number two, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> 12, uh, you 12 know, six like more a- times. <laughs> <laughs>
Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMMY. And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Jeff, what's up, man? Hey, guys. I wanted to call uh, Mahoney later about that I'm feasting on my uh, 23,072nd visit to McDonald's breakfast. Uh-huh. Did you go with, you go with the uh, egg and cheese McGriddle? I did. That may be the world's most perfect breakfast sandwich. Have you ever taken a double quarter pounder uh, plane and had them dress it up like a Big Mac? I have I not. I saw somebody do that on... Online, they were like, I wonder if I go through the drive-thru and I ask for a double quarter pounder, but with the Big Mac. So basically, it's like a Big Mac Lettuce, with the, tomato. It's the a Big sauce. Mac with the with the, the that, fat burgers. Yeah. Can the, and they did it. They made they the modification. Can? Wow. I know it's crazy. I, I've never done it, but I've I, I've, I've seen it online. And I've I, heard. I'm we've interested. heard. We've heard tales. Yes. And so you're telling me you have firsthand experience with this. You would never have another Big Mac. You will always eat a double quarter pounder dressed as a Big Mac. Roll the eyes back. In his head and says, "I want a double next time, dude." Because you, 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 you know you're dress- Audrey, you know you're dressing it up. Like you've been in this relationship for a long time. You've been, uh, you know, you've been uh, eating them. You've been eating them double quarter pounders. Now you got some role play action that's, going. That's the great it's thing like about 2023, right? You can dress however you want. Put on baby. a redhead wig and a nurse's <laughs> outfit. It's, it's, a, it's a thousand dollar dressing. Yeah. Get in this mouth. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. Is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Glitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. Well, as the year winds down, so do the hopes of Aaron Rodgers returning to the Jets. Yes, the NFL season, there's only a few weeks left, and Aaron Rodgers said, yeah, I'm not coming back this season because uh, what's the point? And I think he's he's got a fair point when he says that, uh, that he is not coming back to the New York Jets this season. You know, whether he'll be back next season. Still to be seen. But the quarterback revealed on the Pat McAfee show that his body's still about a month away from being fully healthy. And, uh, you know, when your team has uh, has dashed their hopes to this at this point, What's like the, the Jets have. of coming oh. back? And also, yeah. Dave, we've got a friend whose uncle put $500 down before the season started that Aaron Rodgers would get injured and be out for the entire season in the very first game of the season. What are the odds on that? That's pretty uh, strong. It was 500 to win $25,000. Wow. So I bet he was real happy to hear the news that Aaron Rodgers was like, yeah, I am done. So with the Jets not in playoff contention, he is now turning his focus to getting ready for the season next year. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So this is uh, this is pretty big. Insomniac, a renowned video game developer, recently fell victim to a significant hack and details from the highly anticipated Wolverine game were among the amongst the leaked details. So hackers from the uh, from a ransomware group accessed over 1.3 million files, totaling about 1.7 terabytes of data, including maps and gameplay from the Mar- Marvel-inspired game. Uh, but this game, Mahoney, I'll go to you on this one as the video game expert of the show. Has this been a highly anticipated game? So as far as video game studios that have an amazing reputation, Insomniac Studios does. I mean, they're talking the Spider-Man series that are out right now, Spider-Man 2, which is currently being bundled with PS5. You're talking Wolverine. I think there was a uh, X-Men video game that was on the horizon, too. And just how good these Spider-Man games have been, that's why there's this eager anticipation for Wolverine, X-Men, and uh, the other games. So this is a huge leak. Uh, You know, I hate to see things like this happen to good studios, uh, but I think it also just kind of gets it into the national like zeitgeist as well. So I think more people are even going to be aware of Insomniac Games. So this actually may end up helping them uh, get the word out that there's uh, some pretty amazing games that are on the way. But the only other thing that is the downfall of this is that it wasn't just the gameplay leak. It was also like 
their workers' actual information. Yeah, that too. That, yeah, <laughs> that's not great. I mean, the spoilers in the game, obviously, is one thing. They were asking for $2.1 million or 50 bitcoins. Uh, they said, no, we're just not paying it. Uh, Wolverine is still far enough out. They don't even have a release date for it yet. So uh, pretty big spoiler. And screw hackers, man. Yeah. Just the absolute nut low. Um, and and finally, a real job. Yeah, for real. And finally, uh, you know, most year-end specials are pretty boring. You know, like, okay, we're going to watch Ryan Seacrest try to make small talk with people in Times Square. Or Andy Cohen's going to be drunk with uh, Anderson so, Cooper. I don't even think they, do they, they don't let, let them Andy get Cooper? drunk anymore. Yeah. So it's not, not even fun two years ago. Yeah. yeah, that's so, get out of here. But like, the last thing that I want to watch in New Year's Eve is a bunch of people standing in the rain in New York City wearing Planet Fitness hats. Like, come on. This <laughs> is, like, we, there has to be better programming. And the good news is, there is. What do we have now? It is a, uh, it's a special to, uh, to round out the year called 2023, Back That Year Up. And the hosts, Kevin it- Hart, and Keenan Thompson. I'm here for it. I like it. Yeah. Who doesn't love Keenan and Kevin? I mean, both those guys are like two of the most likable, funny, kind of ad lib comedians. Like, they can just sit there. I can look at Keenan and just, just laugh. laugh. Like, he doesn't even have to say anything. Yep. He can just do that little side eye thing, and I'm laughing. Yeah. One of the only time. child comedic actors to maybe have a more successful adult career. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, if you if you do want to watch back that year up, it is going to be on uh, on Peacock starting on December the twenty sixth. So you have a little bit of time to uh, to enjoy that year end special. And if you're one of the few ones that we recommend, they also have uh, some big guests that are going to be joining the show as well. Who's that? Uh, Simone Biles, Kelly yeah. Clarkson, okay. Jim Cramer. Okay, uh, David Allen Greer. <laughs> why Jim Cramer? <laughs> why not? <laughs> I can sure. think of like ten reasons why not. But uh, the other have some celebrity guests, so it should be okay. Fun. This is Dave and Mahoney. There is no one in this world that loves a Christmas tree more than our boy Mahoney. As far as the count of Christmas trees that your house has right now, is it still five or did you go uh, six this year? So we're at four, but oh. we have one in a box that we haven't uh, we haven't opened this year yet. Okay, all right, because uh, you know I got to move it and stuff like that. Sure, so. sure. So next year it will be we will have we will have five. But when you're in the new house, have you already like because that's actually a thing that a lot of people I feel are doing now, and it's something that I feel you would definitely do. Like because you're in the process of building a new house right, right now. And I would imagine that you would have decided already where the Christmas tree, the main Christmas tree is going. So the new house is going to be a two-story. Yep. And so I'm in a single story right now, moving to a two-story. So I'm going to have to get a new main Christmas tree because our Christmas tree right now is is pretty tall, but it's a single story. Not two-story tall. Not two-story tall. We've got, you know, with the stairs going up, it's oh, pretty high. So, so you're going to do it like, is there like a, like next to the staircase? Yeah, where it like circles. So it's yeah. going to go straight up right there. Ooh, yeah, yeah so nice I'm going to get get like a like an 18-foot tree. Have you decided how you're going to decorate the 18-foot tree yet? Uh, my wife, that's the, that's, the wife's that's, do that's it. her Got it. area Have of expertise. Have you decided where you're going to store the 18-foot Christmas tree? Garage. garage. The garage, yeah. okay. Yeah. Uh, I did get a storage unit specifically for... Uh, Christmas and Halloween. You trying to give me your sublet? Your, uh, you know, I just you know if you want to kick your in storage on the, space on, on the storage space. You know, you're, I'm just saying it's available. It's available for a price. Okay, and it's eighty okay. percent of the cost of the storage space. That seems yeah. reasonable. <laughs> uh, but uh, the reason I bring up Christmas trees is because you know this time of year, uh, you know, I used to give you a hard time for having so many Christmas mm-hmm. trees, and now I've got five Christmas trees in my house as well. And I mean, they're not all like full size Christmas trees. They're just, you know, like for the most part, smaller little Christmas trees that are in the kids' rooms. Fair. They are three of those. And then there's one in our room and then one downstairs. But um, this is kind of ridiculous. A, a 103-year-old Christmas tree has sold for over $4,000 in the UK. 
Uh. Why did they cut down a 103-year-old tree, man? No, 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 it's not that. It is a, it's a two-and-a-half-foot-tall tree known as the humblest Christmas tree in the world. So it's and a Charlie say, Brown tree? It's, it's terrible looking. Uh, it's just atrocious. Don't call it that. Well, it's, um, okay. It's the, it was bought to, brought to Dorothy Grant's house back in 1920 when she was eight years old. The tree features 25 branches, 12 berries, six mini candle holders, and became a staple of the Grant's holiday tradition until she died at 101 years old. So instantly she died. They're like, Hey, let's sell off her, her precious family heirloom here. Let's oh. not, it's been in the family for 100 years. Uh-huh. Let's, uh, yeah, no. We it get four believed, for this? It, it is believed to be one of the very first mass-produced artificial Christmas trees ever, which, of course, is why it's still around mm-hmm. after all these years. But I will say it is, I saw some pictures of it. It is terrible looking. But, Dave, there is, a, there is a, a trend right now where people... Love bad Christmas trees. Yep. I actually was at, I mean, the, they're real life Christmas trees, right? But I mean, like, like home, um, uh, Whole Foods. Yeah. And Trader Joe's, they have the cute little dinky Charlie Brown style trees for sale there. The skinny and little arms. I yeah. love them. Dude. I love them. I mean, there is something very beautiful, obviously, about a totally decked out traditional tree. But also, my little heart loves the ugly. It's got so much character in it. A little tree that's just trying. It's you just know? trying. Yeah. To, it just, it's in its cocoon season. I'm, you know? I'm trying it's going to be a butterfly yeah. 2024. Merriness and joy this holiday <laughs> season. I can't do it, but I'm trying. Oh, man. They're the best. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yeah. Um, Dave and Mahoney present. Uh, Would you like special garlic fries? Fast, fast, fast food, food freakout. Shut up and listen to my order. Tom is joining us today for a round of fast food freakouts. Tom, what is the greatest fast food restaurant in all of the land, in your opinion? Uh, it would have to be um, Hardee's. Hardee's, Carl's Jr. Okay, interesting choice. Are you going with breakfast or the burgers there? Oh, the burgers, mushroom Swiss. Okay. This you know, Mahoney has, has recently come around. Uh, you, you've hit the uh, Hardee's Carl's Jr. recently, the one by your place. You said at least is fantastic. Yeah, the one down in Queen Creek uh, on Acatillo, that one slaps. Well, Tom, you and Mahoney synced up, ready to go today. You guys are playing together. Audrey, you're in and on it as well. You're very good at this game, too. It's just hard to compete with the man that is the world's leading he fast food forensic expert. Everybody knows that I have been to every McDonald's in the continental United States of America. Mm, and... You know, I'm proud to showcase my fast food prowess today. Thank you. Okay, so there's little clues in the audio. You guys, again, playing together. Mahoney and Audrey don't know the right answers, so good luck to you, Tom. Uh, Once they give you their insight, you can make whatever decision you want, and Mahoney has already put on his focused face. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, okay, settle down. (laughs) Mahoney's just rubbing his dimple. I'm focusing. Okay, so this uh, first one is a crazy angry man approaching the drive-thru window and start his, starts reaching in and just destroying everything that he can get his hands on while demanding that they give him some, quote, real food. Okay. Let's have a listen. Give me some food! Hold on this Be and a honey. That's a McDonald's. That's a McDonald's. That's a McDonald's. <laughs> I was going to say, we, don't, we, even we, need, we, we don't even need. We don't even need. Don't even need it. We don't even need it. Okay. Give me that call, bag call. of fries. Just, so many beeps. Yeah. So many things. They had that plastic thing that sounded like it was like full of cookies that he was just rattling out in the front or also showcasing <laughs> That's the McDonald's. toys okay. for children. Nobody goes that crazy for fries anywhere else. No. Okay, Tom, do you want to follow their lead and say McDonald's? 
Yeah, that sounds that sounds safe. Yeah, that's, that's we don't need that's a choice. choice. Yeah, we don't need a choice. Half court shot. Yeah. What do you mean? That's not even a half court shot. That's a layup. That's a, full that's a layup. <laughs> layup, but a buzzer beater. Very yeah, important yeah, layup. Okay. okay, here we go on to number two. And Tom, you can actually win it right here if you get this one correct. A, a customer started an argument over having to have the entire fast food staff uh, jump her in the middle of the dining room because she was getting so unruly. So, like, just to give you an idea of this customer being out of line. Basically, the entire staff started beating her down. Echo, it sounds carpeted. May, maybe the most impressive thing is that there's only one beep in that. Out of all it, of the commotion, it was one curse word. Wow, I, I'm impressed. Oh, I thought you were actually talking about the like the fryer beep, which was I was intently listening for. There was one, but it was uh, kind of obscured a little. There were by the uh, by, by so many noises. Like I would have to zap rooter that if uh, if I want to be real, real thorough. Five <laughs> workers, including the manager. That's the other thing on this fight. That's what Got I would. The, the thing that was. I was going to point out once we hear that there's so many people working at this establishment, so we instantly rule out every sub shop. Okay, is that A, a Wendy's, B, a Popeye's, or C, a McDonald's? Popeyes. Man, you think Popeye's? See, Popeyes. I I thought it sounded carpeted. It sounds like maybe like some podunk area that never took out the carpet of a Wendy's. My heart is leaning towards Wendy's. I'm okay. Going, I'm going Popeye's All on right. this one. I'm, I'm, I think this is a rush hour Popeye's somebody, because here's the thing. We know the people at Popeyes will throw hands, and they—you had five people out there throwing hands. I think that's—I I, think—there's uh, no other choice for me personally. All right, Tom. So it's up to you to make the final decision. Mahoney's saying Popeyes, Audrey's saying Wendy's, McDonald's still on the table. You have to make the final decision. I—I I would say Wendy's is much too chill for that. Uh, let's uh, let's do Popeyes. You got it. Nice. Great job. To stump anymore. Okay, so I just want to do this last one here just for the fun of it. You've already won the game, Tom, but uh, this this last one is a teenager who thought it'd be really funny in the drive-thru uh, to film himself, which is always kind of annoying in and of itself, started cursing out a worker and then drove off and hit another car. <laughs> Y'all got them brownie powder milkshakes? Uh, no, we got an Oreo. Ew, no. F*** you. <laughs> <laughs> So he tried to be cool. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Filming himself. So I believe the only place that has an Oreo milkshake is a Burger King. It's either Sonic, Burger King, or Jack in the Box. Burger King. Sonic. You're not driving off like that at a Sonic. You're, you're pulling into a car parking stall. You know better they, than they that. They have drive-thrus at they Sonic. They do have drive throughs sure mm-hmm. I'm talking old school ones. What? <laughs> I'm going Burger King. Listen to the first shake he asked for. It was a brownie, a brownie batter. Yeah, yeah. They don't have that at Burger King, yeah. do they? No, they said they didn't have that, though. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's always funny. Uh, Tom, just for the fun of it, do you know it? Uh, I don't. It doesn't matter. It was Sonic. Audrey's right. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMMY. And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Have you guys ever been at your job and something weird happened? You can't... 
you're like, I just can't believe that I do this for a living. This is such an odd thing. I mean, we've been working in radio for 20 plus years, Dave. That mm-hmm. is uh, a pretty regular occurrence in our life. Yeah. Uh, but there have been times where I've worked in restaurants where I've said the same thing over the years. Like, I can't believe I'm going to get, like, my general manager's kid from school. <laughs> so this one from Beth, and, and you can call us, 480-470-5759. Beth on Facebook said, I used to work in a call center back in 2003 to 2005 for a casino on the Strip in Las Vegas. Had a regular caller who would call pretending to make a room reservation and during the conversation would always slip in questions about your feet. Eventually, when it got to the point of putting in the credit card, he would straight up ask if I wore nylons and heels or kept my toenails free to be seen and appreciated. Mm. Around the time I left, I started working, or I started talking with a bunch of people who worked at multiple locations on the Strip. Turns out that that he called most of the casinos and asked the same questions. We all knew him by his name, but we called him the creepy foot fetish guy. Ew, that reminds me of the one guy that uh, would call whenever I first started working with you guys about five years ago now. His name was Tony. I don't know his last name, but it was Tony who would always say, laugh for me. Laugh for me. Laugh for me. And he would always call. And it wasn't just me. It was Uh also other women in radio as well. So So weird. It's so creepy. Like, can y'all just just stop? One of the interesting things, though, about this, Dave, because 2003, 2005, I feel like that guy was an early adopter of feet. That was way before. Foot fetish thing wasn't normal in 20 years ago, you know? I mean, I don't even remember hearing. it was more closeted. Hey, this has been around. No, but I'm sure it's been around. But it, but it was before, like, people were, like, taking pictures of their feet see, and putting them on the internet for, like, actual money. But I feel <laughs> like once, I feel like fetishes, as they become more popular, more people get them. Okay, because yeah. it's more sense. in your face, for sure. Because you you see it, and then you're like, you know, you realize that that may be something you like, or you're okay with it because it's other like people like it. It's like Fifty Shades of Grey, all of that stuff started yeah, happening. Yeah, started yeah. being yeah. Uh, popular again. Yeah. You're like, all right, let's just chill out with all this. <laughs> Uh, Eric yourself on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Mahoney said, I'm a cable guy, so every day is weird. I've seen everything from pet monkeys to adult toys to people actually having the adult relations while I'm working to farm animals inside the house. It's ridiculous some days. You can't wait to have intercourse. Well, you're giving us a six-hour window. That's the problem. I'm not going to sit around all day when I'm horned up. When nature calls and things happen, they happen, and you can wait. Lord. You can can install. (laughs) Cox Cable can wait. Cox Cable. (laughs) So... (laughs) <laughs> it happened to me this this past week. So I, I executive produced a show called The World MMA Awards, which is all about, you know, the UFC and all the other fight leagues out there and celebrating fighters. Well, there's this one ring girl. Her name is Brittany Palmer, and she won Ring Girl of the Year. And she's been around for a long time. In fact, she's been doing it for 16 years now. And so she had decided that she was going to retire live at the show. And so we called her up and we're like, hey, we have this idea where, you know, because she had a speech written out and all of that stuff. We're like, after you do your speech on stage and, you know, there's a big moment where Dana White comes out and you guys hug and then everyone applauds. I'm like, what if our host for the night calls you back out? And, you know, when fighters retire at the end of their career, they do this thing where they ceremonial, like they take the gloves off and they lay them in the middle of the cage. We're like, what if we did that with you but it was with booty shorts. Because <laughs> they have to wear the, the, the small booty shorts because they're and, ring girls. And That's I was, pretty funny. I, I sort of sheepishly asked her this because I'm like, ah, you know. Why are you the one asking well, this? Well, I've, I've known Brittany really well for okay. a long time, like almost 20 years now. And so I'm like, what do you think? And she's like, That's hilarious. I'm like, Okay, but here's the thing. 
can you bring some booty shorts? Because <laughs> oh, this no. is the day before the show when me and my buddy Matt had thought of this. I'm like, I can't get like authentic booty shorts, I don't think, within 24 hours. We already have a million things going on. And she's like, yeah, I'll bring you some booty shorts. And so it's the night of the show, and I see her walk in. And Where'd you put them? Because her well, dress so was made of rubber. That's part of the story. <laughs> okay. So I walk up to her. No. I'm like, hey, you remember the booty shorts, right? No, it's not that. Oh, okay. And she's like, she's like, yes, I remember the booty shorts. My mom has them. Because she brought her mom and her oh, boyfriend and a bunch of her friends. It's like a moment. big moment for her. Sure. She's been doing this thing for 16 years, you know? And so... I walk over and she goes, hey, mom, this is Dave. No. Do you have the booty shorts? Her mom <laughs> flips open her purse, pulls out the booty shorts and hands them to me. And I'm like, it, just in that moment, I'm like, what a weird ass job that I have where I'm standing in the middle of the lobby of the Sahara getting booty shorts from Brittany Palmer's mom. Well, it also ends up being like the <laughs> sisterhood of the traveling underpants yes. because they went from Brittany to her mother to you to the host. And so then <laughs> after the show is done, she texts me, don't forget my booty shorts. And so I go backstage, I find them. I have them in my pocket with me all night. And now they're <laughs> sitting in my office and I have to ship them back to Brittany no. <laughs> to close the loop. Again, oh my God. Weird job, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney, there is no one in this world that I know that loves a good Grubhub or DoorDash meal more than you. In fact, you've gotten so good at it that you, if you're traveling out of town, you know exactly when to place the order for your favorite pizza place. So the moment that you arrive at the house, the pizza is simultaneously arriving. It's like a running back handoff. No, this is like a dude like taking a clip all the way down the sideline and hitting him in stride 70 yards for a touchdown. Well, I was going to say a running back handoff into a flea flicker, Dave. Into a flea flicker, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then and the then, bomb, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 a, such a well-orchestrated, finely tuned machine. I am a annual member. I have an annual membership. Like, I, I don't like I don't even, like, do the monthly because I could save, like, 15% yearly. I just, I just go for the whole year. Well, because you know yourself. You're yeah. like, I'm... I'm I'm going to put this I DoorDash last night. My Mediterranean food. Got some Mediterranean food for the wife and I. It was delicious. Was it? I'm glad to hear that. I've got a question for you. You don't have to give me this number now, but I would like to put a pin in this response for maybe later so that you can kind of tally up some numbers for us. I, I remember I during the pandemic, you came to us and said you had spent like... 8,000? Wasn't it like... No, no it was man. Like, it, was it was like close to like 10 or 15 or something crazy. Like 20. It's like $20,000 <laughs> on... It was like half my yearly income. <laughs> $20,000. I believe it. On food delivery yeah, during services. COVID, during COVID? Because we didn't COVID. leave. We didn't leave. Like the the entire last time. I would like to know. Day, or ever since we got back from when we were out of town last week, I've ordered DoorDash once or twice a day, and I'm looking at my bank account going like, well, there's like $400 gone. You know, I was talking with my wife about that just the other day. I'm like, it always feels like such a ripoff because, you know, we're ordering food from whatever app, doesn't matter, and it is always for us because, you know, we got four little kids as yeah. well, and you know, while they don't eat like adults do, it's still... Always over a hundred dollars to order uh, oh, yeah. for, for the family. I would be shocked if it wasn't. And then the food is always cold, a little cold. There's only a couple well, places that price that hit, they inflate right. the prices. Well, and then you know you're going to check out. You're like, okay, it's sixty four dollars. And then you actually <laughs> go to check out. You're like, a hundred and eighty. What what happened? Like and all I'm, the fees and everything else. But the reason why I bring this up is because I had something happen over the weekend. So we were out of town. We were all of this hotel. We were staying with a whole bunch of people that were part of our production team. Mm -hmm. And a bunch of the producers had ordered uh, some some 
Uber Eats. Okay. And like they were waiting for the food. And you know when you, when you order to a place that's not your house, it's kind of a pain anyhow because do they bring it to your room? Do you have to go downstairs? They were looking for the food, and I actually ran into them in the lobby. I'm like, hey, what are you doing? They're like, we're looking for our Uber Eats food. And in that moment, they discovered that their food had been lost because the Uber Eats driver had left it outside on the curb. You're kidding. And then somebody just stole it because, of course, course. they did. And it was a lot of food. And then the a lot of food. So there's, like, I think four or five of them that were all eating. And so all of the food is gone. So they have to reach out to the app, let them know what happened, this and that. But it just still ruins the meal because what do you do? Do you refire? Do you reorder the exact same thing? Nah, it's chalked at that point. I've had that happen. You just want to go down to the gift shop and get a thing of Pringles? I mean, yeah. At that point, you yeah. go get a beef stick, get a Slim Jim. Oh, yeah, you and throw fume. a towel in. It's just, just fume. It's funny because I ordered DoorDash to that same hotel uh, and same thing. Like, it, I was on the phone and I was like, just come to the lobby. Yeah. Guys, he, you he can't understand what the, the room, was. Especially if you're in a bigger hotel like you guys were staying in. Like, I was staying at a Hilton Garden Inn. That is my hotel of choice. Is it? When I travel because I'm at Hilton Rewards. Gold member. That means you get room service every one, day. Am I the only one like not turned on by that? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's terrible. That's, that's such not a flex. It's like the front seat on Spirit Airlines. Like, yeah. not, relax. Uh, I get free upgraded Wi-Fi <laughs> with each day and an extra 500 points. Nice. Oh, by, by the way, breakfast. we all know what you're using that upgraded Wi-Fi for, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I'm not downloading anything mm. else. Yeah. Those poor, poor comforters. Yeah. Uh, oh God. So, you have to like even when I was order even when I ordered to a Hilton Garden Inn, I'm down like in the little area where they drop off. If you go like drop it off at your room, there's 90 percent chance something is going to happen to it. Yeah, and it's not something you want. You have just like you've already not taken your ass to the place where you're ordering from. Go down to the lobby, meet the driver. That's just the way to do it. You I have will to. say, as far as when it comes to uh, lazy, lazy hero points, the fact that this guy just left it outside on the sidewalk, like didn't even go into the oh, hotel. Oh, that's such an yeah. f you. <laughs> just what I mean, that, that is. An, he's an artist. <laughs> I'm impressed. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand. It's the Redneck Report. <laughs> Dog will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. So I know it's not funny to joke about somebody getting smacked with some spicy chicken, but there was a drunk man that claimed that his chicken was undercooked at a Wawa, and I, I just think it would be funny if when he smacked the guy with the chicken, he went, wah, wah. I don't, I don't <laughs> think that's actually what happened at that gas station, Dave. No, it's not. No, it would be funnier if I'm it was saying, wop for one cheek, and then whenever you came back wah, for the backhand. Wah, exactly. Wah, wah, yeah. Finish him. I thought yep. that was funny. Thank you. <laughs> Close his nose and a branch in his mouth afterwards. So he was arrested for allegedly chucking a piece of spicy chicken at the poor Wawa employee because he believed that the chicken was undercooked, as if the employee was directly responsible for that. 1.20 a.m. is when this went down. Like, you can't expect to go into a gas station and get some spicy chicken at 1.20 in the morning and then be upset if there's something wrong with it. Of My course there's something it- wrong with it. Like, I don't know, I've never had a spicy chicken from Wawa, but I've had a spicy chicken sandwich from QT. And Quick Trip, Yeah, you cook them yourself. So if he put this in the microwave himself and still undercooked it and then slapped the guy, this is egregious, man. Uh, he has a history of uh, previous convictions, uh, cocaine possession, aggravated assault, theft, and others. So, yeah, not the first time this mm-hmm. guy's been in trouble, shockingly. So, uh, yeah, boy, this is so weird. A student at the Florida Gulf Coast University... 
I'm never, familiar, never for sure. Been. I'm sure it's lovely. <laughs> Are you? FGCU, yeah. They, <laughs> they it is FGCU. Yeah, they advertise all over the place. He's a student. His name is Nathan Eggleston. He was arrested by campus police for breaking into the pump room and not like the get your pump on room, like the actual like water pump room. And What's he, he needed in there? He ended up causing damage to the room or shooting water out of the side of the building. It... I guess there was like a fire alarm got set off as a, as a result. He had used rocks and bricks to break into the pump room. He was tampering with the system. Again, what are you, causing nine? water to blast out of there. Like, I, mean, just... like, I hear these kind of stories, and I'm like, are you serious? Like, you just had to go, like, take some rocks and bang on it like you're, like, a cave person. Like, how does this work? Doink, 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 doink. Like, go, go back to your room, Eggleston. Like, what? Nathaniel. He's, so he's, he, he, he took admit, too many mushrooms. He, something, right? Because he admitted to his actions, stating that he always thought that he would do it either before or after he graduated from the school. Like, you've been, you've been plotting, messing with the what a doofus. water pump. And you cool, look, and cool his, bro. Yeah, let's go mess with the pipes. And he looks like <laughs> a young Nick Nolte mugshot. Let you me know, see like, this man. Oh, yeah. He, uh... He, Ew! He, <laughs> he's, ah, he's going through it. Alarming. Hi, that, I'm Nathaniel Eggleston. That looks like a guy who would he break into uh, a pump room yeah, at uh, yeah, FGCU. Yeah. He yeah. looks like he still uh, sharpens number two pencils. <laughs> and then, Can't quite figure out how the mechanical one works. And then bites the erasers off and <laughs> eats them. Oh. Gross. I used to hate those kids. The ones who would chew on erasers. What are you doing? Why, why, like, why are you, are you doing, doing that? Even the people that would chew on the pencils. Like, uh, yeah. Stop chomping. Be, be an adult and chew on a big pen like the rest of us. Yeah. God, yeah. the, the people who did that yeah. were always the sick kids. Y'all are always getting strep throat. Is there anything the worse down. than when you'd be chewing on a pen and you'd hit the ink? Dude, I remember going to school like in elementary and I you look up you and feel, a kid girl. would have ink on their lips and face. So the ink is Ew. the worst thing that could happen when you're chewing on a pen. But the second, close second, is when you've been chewing on it and then the slobber gets back behind the little stopper. Oh, yeah. And then, like, the po- the stopper it pops, pops out, out and then you get a, just, like, a little pop shot. Who am I surrounded slobber? by? You guys are all pen chewers? Just fluid everywhere and Eggleston's in the corner like, oh, yeah. This is David Mahoney. Do you still leave voicemails? Hello? Then this segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a... Leave a message. Uh, hi, my name's Rita. I just wanted to give a message to uh, Dave um, that uh, my parents had uh, flying ants. Uh, they look like termites. And, you know, my father freaked out and he had the house treated. And that, that, this was a, a while ago, so he charged us $1,000 or him $7,000. And uh, I went out and bought some Orange Guard. But I sprayed with this Orange Guard. It's not going to kill you, but it could bother you a little bit. It smells like oranges. Jesus. It's all natural. And that got rid of them. Uh, I love all of you. Message deleted. Is that an Agent Orange derivative? <laughs> like, that does not sound safe for the whole family. It's it's, it's not going to kill you, probably, but it's going to lead to a terrible rash. I was talking to somebody <laughs> about this yesterday, and they said, you know, around here, it's not a matter of if, but when for termites. See, I always thought termites, you'd, you know, mostly be in like very wet climates, you know, like sure. when I lived in South Carolina, like lots of termites there because they need some sort of water source. But, uh, you know, it's been treated. It should be fine. But they, they definitely were not flying ants. They were termites because you could see where they're like that little patch that 
Brittany found they were like eating the wall. There was oh, like no, shavings no. of the wall falling Dave, down. The problem is you made your house uh, too nice. Is that it what it is? Looks too they t- delicious. To too tasty. Yeah. I think <laughs> that I would not be able to sleep because I would be thinking they would be crawling all over me. Oh, I don't care about that. I don't feel like termites crawl on you, do they? I feel like they're more just in the wall. See, but yeah. it doesn't matter because it would just be my psychological, like, that. it would just be, once I find one bug, it would just instantly feel like they were, like, crawling. You know that, like, sensation that you get? It's just, like, that itchy feeling. Oh, my God. I wouldn't, be able, like I wouldn't be able to sleep. You feel like there, there might be a spider in your bed, and then ah, you're just, so. like, freaking out all night, like, kicking everything. Or, or if I wake up and I, like, am coughing, I'm like, what did I just eat? You, <laughs> did you guys, what did I just inhale? Did you guys ever live in a place that had roaches? No. Uh, yeah, yeah. I had the, yeah. those uh, one stink ha- bugs. One house well, in college. Similar, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's Like the wood roaches. bugs? The ones that are the flat bugs? Water bugs. Water bugs. like roaches. So I had an apartment that had a, like, the... Air conditioning just like completely stopped working. So their solution was to put one of the like the window units in. But my apartment at the time back faced towards a bunch of woods. Oh. So I turned it off because I thought that the air was working. Mm-hmm. Oh no, it's still broken. Turned it back on, and those little water bugs went a cloud of them into Ugh. my bedroom oh. by the hundreds and they were just getting chopped up into pieces by this unit <laughs> it was just a bug massacre so uh, genocide I, of water bug i lived in a place <laughs> with drop down ceilings for a while yeah. you know you had like the like kind of like whatever we call these like drop down ceilings with the like the, the popcorn the, like, tiles or whatever something like that like you see an office yeah. yeah, like office buildings. In, in, a, in, a, in a basement, and, you know, there was a time where there were roaches, and you could hear the roaches running oh, across it. And I still have, like, legit have PTSD from that, because I can remember bringing, like, a girl home. <laughs> Audrey's doing the worst ASMR ever. It's, it's roaches crawling in the ceiling. Go ahead, Audrey. Wonderful. Thank you. Just trying to have sex with this woman, Mahoney, oh, and the roaches are just, just hoping over. to God that they like don't come out while right before we're getting ready to like try you're, to get you're it being on. Ob- you're being obnoxiously loud so she can't hear the roaches. You're like, oh yeah. Oh, this feels so good. She's like, why are you why are you doing that? It's you're like not that's, that way, that's way not that good. Man. That's way too long. Regarding Costco. I'm uh, not a fan of Costco, so uh, when my wife and I go there, uh, I pretty much just stand by the door and uh, wait for her to finish her duties there. But I stand by the door, and I stand with good posture, and I stand like I'm supposed to be there. And it's a lot of fun to have people come up and with their order and say, hey, um, you want to check this? And I'm like, ah, nah, you're good to go. Have a good day. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, next time you go to Costco, Look for the guy standing there with good posture, waving people through. I got your back. Message stolen deleted. Stolen valor, man. That's what this is. Stolen man. valor. You yes. are stolen receipt valor. And also, like, why are you standing by the door? You could be walking through the electronics aisle. You could be looking at all sorts of TVs, at computers. Home. At home. Or you could just be at home. <laughs> Audrey, he's overlooking the yes, greatest part of all the of Costco. If you're not doing the shopping. Walk over and get yourself a dollar fifty hot dog. Ooh. There's no better deal in food right now. A dollar fifty hot dog and a Pepsi, and it's been that price for thirty years. Or you can go get some of them free samples. Hot dog. I don't bag. know. I feel like a lot of times the people who are in line for those free samples, like they're punchable. Like I mean, yeah, I, I no, understand yeah, whenever people are yeah. like, "Oh my gosh, you just punched an elderly person." It's like, but you've been here seven times. Like, <laughs> like give Man, me some samples. It's enough cheese, Margaret. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show.
So this holiday season, we've already seen some people that have taken it too far. And you mess with decorations, you're asking for it, right? I don't know for sure if somebody messed with the decorations at my house, but oh. I suspect it. You don't have cameras on them? So I do have cameras, but I haven't gone through and scrolled through all the tape because I don't know exactly when it happened. It would be a to-do. Come but on, man. You, you guys know that I uh, I put that uh, sticker on somebody's window after they were blocking half my driveway. I do know that. And uh, I believe it was a teenager's car. So, again, they didn't do anything to, like, really mess with the decorations. But well, I what do, happened? I do have a Santa, like a eight-foot-tall Santa Claus in the front yard <laughs> that's holding a lantern. And the lantern is connected via a little hook in his hand. Okay. It really have to be like some incredibly powerful wind or something like that in order to knock it off. And almost even then, kind of like a freak circumstance because it's a little hook, you know, uh-huh. and so for it to come off. The lantern I found on the ground. Oh, And I man. suspect that it was a retaliatory hit over you the... Gotta uh, go th- you got to go... The fact that you haven't combed through your video cameras already, uh, you were... Uh, this is dereliction of duty as a dad, Dave. Dad's really proud of, of that alliteration he just that's came pr- up that's with. Pretty that's, that's pretty strong. That's four D's in a row. Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> not my first time either. <laughs> Lord have mercy. So you believe that I some believe. some meddling kid came mm-hmm. over and Scooby Doo'd your entire Santa Claus, their anti Christmas? I have been attacked, is what I think. Okay. That's how this is a war on Christmas. Okay. The war on Christmas they're always talking about. Yeah. This is what's happening. You're the front line, Dave. Well, there was the other story that we had about those. Dumb kids that were messing with that guy's Christmas decorations. He went out and confronted him, and then the kids started shooting at the victim. And well, then the girlfriend got out and stabbed the victim. Like, that's... Well, luckily, that, you're strapped, so yeah, it's fine. I'll, I'll shoot first. <laughs> Ask questions yeah, later. Yeah, this, this is not, did Han, Han shoot first? <laughs> no, we know. Screw you, uh, whatever. Is, I forget what that guy's what, name doesn't, was. Yeah. Doesn't, <laughs> doesn't matter. Green, green ass is like Guido or something. So, Guido. It was something like that. Uh, was he a Jersey you'll, Shore member? You'll appreciate this. Uh, two kids decided that they were going to not only kidnap baby Jesus from a local nativity scene this holiday season, they were also going to demand a ransom on TikTok. Mm-hmm. I mean, what or what WWJR, uh, what would Jesus ransom be? Mm-hmm. Well, you forgot to be on the there. B, yeah, uh, but WWJRB. Hmm. Jesus. In ran- Cincinnati. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke for old people. Uh, the uh, Days later, the plot took an unexpected twist when the uh, the baby Jesus miraculously reappeared. But, you know, that's kind of Jesus' thing. Was it three days later? Hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Because your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen. All at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs> 